Good morning, everybody. Good morning to people in New York. Good morning to people in California. Good morning to people in Russia. Good morning to people in Chicago. Good morning to you all. I have my oat milk cappuccino here. And this morning, I I needed an extra kick. I, I thought to myself, I need more caffeine. And so I go to the coffee shop and I step up to the window and I speak to the attendant and I say, you know, is there any way you can put two shots of espresso in the cappuccino? And she looked at me and she was like, uh, that's the way we normally make it. And then I, I was like, oh, okay. And I felt embarrassed and she looked at me like I was an idiot. But I don't blame her. I don't, I wouldn't want to sell coffee to the yuppies of Fort Greene. That would be tiresome. Here this this young this young person is here for school or chasing a dream and you know, she has to spend her nine to five or whatever selling coffee to the to the yuppies of Fort Greene. I don't I don't like to spend my time with the yuppies of Fort Greene. I'm not out I don't I don't I'm not out conversating with the yuppies with the dogs and the strollers and you know the children and I'm not there but I like to live amongst them. I don't want I like I like the streets, I like the trees, I like the restaurants, I like the park. I like these aspects. And I don't I don't have nothing against the people, but I'm just not um we're just in different stages of our lives. How I ended up here, nothing other than a simple twist of fate, you know? A global pandemic happened. A studio opened up. Prices dropped. And I slid in. I slid the fuck in. So I'm a Fort Greene resident. Love Fort Greene. Nothing against the yuppies of Fort Greene. All I'm saying is, is that I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to sell coffee to the yuppies of Fort Greene. I think that would be a tough community to service. It's just hard. I would just when you're working in a service industry job, it's 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 hard to to serve people who may have not worked in a service industry job before because people who work in a service industry job you you can feel the pain you're like you you have empathy and so you you communicate with the person at the window like your brothers in arms i've noticed this to be an effective tactic and when i worked in service i really appreciated it but people who haven't worked in service they just see right through the people they don't even it's just it's just like it's it's entitlement it's like this is all for me this is all for me they, they don't even see it as a person they see it as a function of the institution so that's why I don't I wouldn't want to serve the yuppies of Fort Greene but god bless them no nothing nothing against the yuppies of Fort Greene we're just in different spaces we're just in different spaces of our lives so 
so that's so that's that that's that i did a clean i did a clean four minutes on the coffee and yuppie and fork green just did four just got a nice tight four minutes out of that but you know the global pandemic's not over but new york hasn't managed to a pretty good degree it's do everyone's doing good here and so as a result people are coming to visit new york city again and i love it i love having visitors i love people coming into the city and hitting me up for a for a drink or a dinner because you get to see the excitement you know you get to see people who don't live here completely caught up in the buzz and just totally charging the current and it's and it warms it warms my heart to see this you know sometimes they're all buzzy and talking like a mile a minute and other times they're just chilling but it's just good to see it makes me feel proud of the place i live and it's also nice because you get it's like you live here and you're in your start but then home is always coming through your past is always coming through to show you some love to like get you rooted again just to keep it moving to reconnect it's nice my auntie jan and my cousin sloan were here last night and we had some lovely gluten-free pizza and it was great to catch up talk talk a little politics with aunt jan that Aunt Jan sure likes to talk her politics, but not too much, but she definitely drops her dissatisfaction with the Republican Party. She, she, Aunt Jan, Aunt Jan, Aunt Jan is not afraid to express her dissatisfaction with the Republican Party. She's just not afraid. She'll, she'll say that at the table. She'll say it real quick. She's dissatisfied with the Republican Party. And she, she doesn't like the way red states are handling the covid pandemic she'll say that she'll bring that up aunt jan's not afraid to tackle the difficult issues she's not afraid she'll do it she'll do it she'll she'll talk about it at the table she'll do it so that was great love seeing aunt jan love seeing cousin sloan salt of the earth good people Really good people, great conversationalists, look you in the eye, can kind of see your essence. Wonderful. And then the week prior, last week, my good old friend David Abtaker came through. Just a classic Oakland gentleman. And uh, David, in our two hangs, gave me, said some shit that just really stuck with me. It was just really good wisdom. When we were in Yosemite and I was backpacking and I was struggling on the hike, we were having some heart-to-hearts. And he told me, I forget how we got there, but he was like, I'm like the giver. You know the book, The Giver? It's like one person in this dystopian community holds all the human experiences of emotion. You know, and thus he's able to understand, and they just pass that knowledge down for some reason. And, uh, 
But basically, he was like, I need to experience things in order to understand them. I'm not a theoretical learner. And I really related to that. I'm that way. I'm, 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 I, I gotta touch the stove to see if it's hot. I gotta touch the stove to see if it's hot. Got to. It's just, it's, it, him saying that is just, it really, I, I felt, I felt that. I don't know why that had such an effect on me, but it, it's just how I've gone through life. It's like, I gotta experience it in order to say something about it. In order to process it and learn about it, I got you. Got to go through it. I'm not a good theoretical learner. I got it. I got to touch the stove to see if it's hot. I got to. And it's nice when someone gives you that wisdom that really like stays in your bones. You don't know why it stays in your bones, but it's definitely there. And then the second piece of wisdom that David gave me, which I really appreciated, was um, he uh, he was like. He's 32, you know, so he's a little bit older than me, you know, and he said, he said to me, he said, David, I'm not in a rush to do anything, and I loved that, I loved that mentality, he, he was like, I'm not in a rush, but just stay ready and pounce on the opportunities, and what I wanted to say, but I didn't, because I was, just, it, it was like, I didn't, that was enough. I was like, bro, that's what it's like to be on a wave. When you're surfing on a wave, you, you're not in a rush if you're a good surfer. If you're a good surfer, you're not in a rush. You're just on the wave. You're just cruising with the wave, and you're just waiting to see what happens, and then you react. But that was a great reminder. It's like, I'm not in a rush to do anything. I'm not in a rush to do anything. I'm just on the wave cruising. Bomb bing, boom, boom, bong. You know, so that, and I thought that was like a really nice piece of wisdom, really nice piece of wisdom. And he was all jacked up from the city and it was just good to see him. And it was just good to see him. We had, we had a couple whiskeys, a couple red stripes, you know, smoked a little bit of tobacco, just had a good old, good old, good old hang, you know, good old good old hang, just shot the shit, talk shit, you know, these people are important, these people who've known you forever are important, they remind you who you are, you know, as the life is very much a solo journey, especially as an adult, it's very much a solo journey, and sometimes you can kind of get, you gotta get lost a little bit, not lost, but you just you're just so focused in your day-to-day routine that you can kind of like lose sight of your essence and then when you meet people who are from your past and they tell you about yourself you realize the effect your essence had and that makes you feel like you're worthwhile and so that's that's a good feeling you know it's a good feeling because like you know you want we everyone wants to have an effect you know and i'm sure i made him feel that way too you know so it was good to see him. It was good to see him. Very social character. Very social character. Social. Mr. Social. Bouncing around. Seeing all the different people. Mr. Social. Mr. David Abtaker. Good fellow. Wise fellow. He had a Japanese mother. A Japanese mother and a Jewish father. 
So that's his journey. Being caught between two worlds. Being a, you know, that's a unique experience. The, but the way he's able to synthesize both worldviews, the Japanese worldview, the Ashkenazi Jew worldview, to synthesize them, you know, it creates an interesting mind, an interesting point of view. So I always appreciate my time with David Abtaker. I guess this little section of the podcast was owed, owed to David Abtaker. Oh, owed. Good old owed. So it was good to see him. It was good to see him. My friend Jason Ferovich came through. My friend Jason Ferovich came through. And uh, I've talked about him before on the podcast, but one of the funniest things that Jason is like, there's this restaurant in Fort Greene called Imani. And Imani is a Caribbean restaurant, and the clientele is aimed towards the black community. So it's mostly 90% black. And Jason and I walked past that restaurant a couple times, and each time we always saw one white couple in the corner, in this outside patio, in the corner. And Jason goes, oh, they put the white people in the corner. And now whenever I walk past Imani, I see that. I see they put white people in the corner. And I have a good friend who's um old friend. She's a black lady. And I, t- I told her, I said, hey, look, have you ever been to Imani? She said, no, not yet. But I really want to go. I'm like, when you go, look to see if they put the white people in the corner. They always put one white people in. That's where they put them. And it's funny. It's just funny. I agree. I think for optics, what community you're trying to advertise, put them in the corner. Put the white, put the white people in the corner. Put them in the corner. Just put them in the corner. Put them in the corner. So I'm into this new sandwich. I'm into this new sa- I'm I go through phases with food. Here's my thing with food. I go through phases and I'm not a like I'm not into cooking really. I can do it. I know how to do it. I'm rather good at it. But I'm just not into it. And I've thought about this. It's like I get my creative energy out in other ways. That's what I'm into. I'm into creating art like writing and painting and these podcasts and you know i'm into i love i love the creative process i really live for it it feels like my purpose if you will so food for me is just sustenance i'm like it's just something to keep me going you know i'm not i'm not I'm not into it. But for people who aren't creative all day, who are not into the creative process, cooking is their creative outlet. You know, they just get really into it and, you know, make the bread and put the thing, da 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 God bless them. We love them. We love them. We're thankful. But not me. Not me. So I get really into, I like to go to the bodega, you know, and I go, and the bodega, I get into one kind of sandwich and really run that shit to the ground. And right now, the sandwich I'm into is, um, I created it. Well, I didn't create it, but 
but it, it wasn't on the menu. It was it's my custom order. It's wheat bread. It's essentially a chicken melt with tomatoes and jalapenos. You know, so American cheese, jalapenos, tomatoes, grilled chicken on wheat bread. I love it. And I went in the other day and I ordered it and a guy next to me was like, "Ooh, that sounds good." Hey, make two of those. And I was like, that's the highest compliment. That that was the highest compliment I you could ever get. You could ever get for a stranger to just copy your order. And he was unsure about it. And I said, listen, man, I would be flattered. I would I would be flattered. I would be flattered. It would, it would be my honor. It would be my utmost honor. It would be my utmost, utmost, utmost honor to um, if you copied my sandwich. I'd really appreciate it. So that was a huge, and then we, you know, and then him and I had a discussion about our different relationships to marijuana and how mine might have been an abusive one, and now I'm completely clone, but he clean, but he he was like he had a um a more healthy relationship. He was 41. He said he had been smoking wind since he was 10 years old. Troy, he's a, he's a black gentleman, and uh, he that's what he told me. But he was, and then he, and then he was telling me about these rolling papers that are just made of tree sap, and he, and then he pulled them out and he offered me two, and I said, Troy, I have no use for those tree sap rolling papers. I just don't have use for them. But it was a good. It was a good time. So I guess I guess I'm all I'm saying is ode to New York City. You know, ode ode to the city. The this beautiful, beautiful, confusing place, you know. They where you just you just go out and you just you just let yourself get lost in the current and then you have crazy interactions and Thank God that it's such a destination city because then people from your past who you love, they come through and they lift you up a bit. And and that's the story. You know, that's that's what's happening, you know. It's it's good shit. My my cat is growing up. He's over a year old and his energies change, his vibes change. He's a little man, you know. He's a little man and he crawls over me in the morning. He walks on my face to wake me up, and I and I think it's cute. I think it's cute. Don't don't even get me upset. I ain't even tripping. I'm not even tripping. I ain't even tripping off that. Mm 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 mm. I am not tripping. So. So that's the story. Gotta do, you know. Gotta do some work today. Gotta update the painting website gonna have to do a little bit of legal writing which is a craft that's how i explain to people they're like oh that's so david that that must be so hard blah 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 look a carpenter gotta build chairs people need to sit on chairs okay lawyers need letters they need motions. They need they need things. You sprinkle your creativity in where you can, but then you're just really like delivering hard fucking arguments. You just hit them with arguments. It's it's like being a boxer. Bam, bam, 
bam, bam. So that's what's up. 